Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 199 of the Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about the anatomy of long COVID, how it can impact your nervous system, and how long haul COVID can affect your diaphragm and breathing for months after initial infection. And I know this episode, if you're like rolling your eyes, like, oh my gosh, we got to talk about COVID. I think this concept of long haul COVID or long COVID is so fascinating because the research is still coming out about, you know, who it affects and how we can best serve them. And while a COVID infection usually results in just feeling like garbage for maybe a few days, maybe a few weeks, there are still some people who continue to have lingering symptoms. And we're not just talking about a few extra weeks, but months and months, even years of still feeling sick. And this can be true whether or not you had a positive COVID test to begin with. So the idea for today's episode came not only from my own curiosity about long COVID and how it happens, but there's also an amazing listener who left a voicemail on the Body Nerd Show hotline and asked this exact same question, like, what is long COVID? And I also want to give a shout out to my business bestie and partner in crime, Sybil Solon, who shared many of these studies with me after she went digging to figure out for herself why she was still having difficulty breathing even two and a half years after her initial bout with COVID. So today's episode is for all of us to better understand what is going on, whether it's for yourself or for a loved one, and then figure out what those next best steps are. Because I still, until I did this episode, right, I wanted to know what's actually happening in the body when things don't feel right. And I'm using air quotes around that. But when things don't go back to normal, so to speak. So let's start at the beginning, just so we're all on the same page. COVID-19 is a contagious respiratory illness caused by the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and common symptoms include fever, cough, fatigue, difficulty breathing, and loss of smell or taste. And in July of 2021, long COVID, which is also known as post-COVID conditions, was added as a recognized condition that could result in a disability under the Americans with Disabilities Act. So people are not making this up. This is a legitimate thing that the CDC um, and the Department of Health and Services has recognized. So post-COVID conditions are known by a number of different names. So you might have heard long COVID or long haul COVID or post-acute COVID-19 or post-acute squelae of SARS-CoV-2 infection or long-term effects of COVID or even chronic COVID. But all of these are the name for a condition where symptoms include fatigue, shortness of breath, difficulty concentrating, and even digestive issues. Post-COVID conditions are found more often in people who had either a severe COVID-19 illness, but anyone who's been infected with the virus can experience post-COVID conditions. And that was something that I thought to be the most interesting is, again, that like we don't fully understand, you know, it's so early in the research of who is affected and why. 
And while most people with post-COVID conditions have evidence of infection or illness, in some cases, a person may have post-COVID conditions and may have never tested positive for the virus or even known that they were infected. And I remember reading firsthand stories online in the early, early days of the pandemic of people who were struggling with long COVID, even though they had never tested positive, which made it really, really incredibly difficult to get care. So how do you know if this is you? If your symptoms have been present for four weeks or more after the initial phase of infection, then it would be considered as long COVID. So in episode 193, when I talked about the vagus nerve and relaxation, I mentioned a pilot study that was looking at long COVID and its effect on the vagus nerve. So remember, the vagus nerve is that primary driver of parasympathetic nervous system, the aka, you know, your rest and digest responses. And the most frequent symptoms related to vagus nerve dysfunction were diarrhea, high heart rates, dizziness, swallowing problems, voice problems even, and low blood pressure. And almost all, so 19 of the 22 patients in this study, had three or more symptoms related to vagus nerve dysfunction. So this, again, was looking at long COVID and its impact on the vagus nerve. So again, it's so early, we can't say that like, yes, this is exactly what is happening. But I think what's interesting is research is starting to say we're noticing a trend. Now, also within the same study, 10 out of the 22 patients had flattened diaphragmatic curves during a thoracic ultrasound. So your diaphragm is your primary breathing muscle. It lines the bottom six of your ribs, and every time you breathe in and out, that muscle contracts, it presses down, and that's what changes the pressure to draw breath into your body. So if the diaphragm is not moving as well as it should when you're breathing, then you would have difficulty breathing. You might have difficulty taking as deep of a breath. You may have abnormal type of breathing. And so in 10 of these 22 patients, they noticed that the diaphragm had a flattened curve. That isn't to say that it wasn't there before because it wasn't a study of that nature. But again, interesting, right? In another assessment, they looked at 10 of the 16 patients and they had lower maximum inspiration pressures. So again, suggesting a change or a weakness in those breathing muscles. So why? Why is this happening, right? Again, that is not an answer that research has found yet. I think it still is very, very early days. But if the vagus nerve is tied into this, things that are going to help benefit the flexibility and resiliency of your vagus nerve. And when I say flexibility, I don't mean like stretching, but just its ability to, you know, react and then bring you back to your baseline is going to be uh, probably the best course of action. Now, here's another really interesting kind of rabbit hole to fall into. And I have to thank Sybil for this one. So if we're noticing changes in breathing, then we also need to talk about the nerve that innervates your diaphragm, and that's your phrenic nerve. So it's coming out of the C3 to C5 nerve root. So that's starting at the very top of your neck. We have C1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So it's coming off of the neck. And the phrenic nerve has motor sensory and sympathetic nerve fibers. So that means it's responsible for movement, for sensation, and involuntary or unconscious activities, you know, like breathing. And as you would expect, the left phrenic nerve talks to that left diaphragmatic dome and the right phrenic nerve talks to the right side of your diaphragm. And it's that motor innervation of the phrenic nerve that makes that movement of the diaphragm happen. 
So what happens when the phrenic nerve is injured? So this is also what I find to be super interesting. So of course, if the phrenic nerve talks to the diaphragm and it's responsible for communicating with the diaphragm, then phrenic nerve injuries would result in diaphragmatic paralysis or even dysfunction. And you can even have this diaphragmatic paralysis just on one side. So remember, one side of the phrenic nerve talks to left side of your diaphragm and the right side talks to the right side. So if you have unilateral diaphragmatic paralysis, you might have no problems at rest and only experience that shortness of breath during exertion. Now, patients who had bilateral diaphragmatic paralysis, so both sides of the phrenic nerve were affected, would always present with a shortness of breath. And there was a case study back in 2020 that suggested that this phrenic nerve paralysis should be considered and should be looked for with COVID-19 infection because of these changes that they're seeing within the diaphragm for people who have been infected. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So all of this begs the question, right? Well, what's next? What do I do with this info? If I know that possibly my vagus nerve is impacted, if I know that my phrenic nerve is possibly impacted, again, we don't know why. We don't know causality. We don't know that it is exactly this. But interestingly, right, this shows up enough times that let's think about it, right? So one of the studies I found mentioned as well that the purpose of this emerging research isn't to make that direct causality, but just to literally get the ball rolling, to start the question, to ask the right questions, to start getting data collection going so that whether it's a couple years down the line or 10 years down the line when they're going back and doing review studies, that the science has already started. And anytime you're dealing with chronic illness, having any avenue to explore, especially if you feel like you have exhausted everything else, can be reinvigorating. So when we consider the vagus nerve, there have been randomized controlled trials that are looking at the benefit of vagus nerve stimulation, which may have anti-inflammatory effects, but it's still too early for this to be a mainstream treatment. So what can you do? Well, just continue to do practices that support your own nervous system resiliency. Things like meditation. And if you're like, I can't meditate, I literally sat and meditated for three minutes, right? Because three minutes felt super doable. So maybe for you, one minute feels super doable. Maybe it's two minutes. Like you don't have to start out by sitting for 20 minutes in a silent position. Like it doesn't have to be that. But that meditation, again, helps to bring your nervous system back down to a more relaxed state so that when your eyes open or if your eyes remain open, 
that also counts, right? And you step back into your life, your nervous system has experienced that relaxation and it is not as unfamiliar as it might be. Of course, exercise and movement can help. But again, if you're feeling like garbage, you're probably not going to want to exercise. So any movement or even massage that you can do either for yourself or have it performed on you. That's also why I love therapy balls, because you can roll around on a gorgeous ball, even just put it underneath you and lay there and still get some of those benefits of movement and massage without having to exert a ton of effort. Music, not just, (laughs) I was just jamming out to my Spotify, but look for biurnal beats, which are specific wavelengths that help to stimulate this relaxation response. Again, episode 193 goes way more into this. So I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode if any of this is taking some boxes for you. And then also cold water immersion. So ice plunges, even cold showers, or maybe just ending your shower with some cold water. So all of those things can help to relax your nervous system to allow for better nervous system resiliency and also to reduce inflammation overall. So if you are experiencing long COVID or know someone who is struggling with it and have found different things to be helpful, I would honestly love to hear from you so that I can share with the community, probably on social media. So if you're like, hey, I have had this or I have this and I love doing this, this and that, send me an email, send me a DM over on Instagram. Like I honestly would love to hear from you so I can continue to share, to continue to talk about this because I think so many people just like my friends are just kind of navigating through the world on Google, right? And trying to figure out what's going on and why things don't feel like they used to after being sick. So uh, again, email info at aewellness.com. Find me on Instagram at holifromala. I would honestly love to hear from you. Now, I know this feels like a little bit of a hard left turn, but the 2023 Mavens Retreat is happening May 17th and 21st in Puerto Vallarta. You are more than welcome to join us. We are still booking. It's going to be super, super awesome. I just confirmed a few more sponsors, so we are going to be very well hydrated thanks to Element and have some awesome, deeply relaxing meditation and mindfulness sessions thanks to Manta Sleep and their sleep masks. So if you long for adventure and you just need like to hit pause on your daily life if you want to get a personalized mobility program together that's going to help you get stronger without getting hurt and if you want to meet some kick-ass movement-minded women and femmes in real life then you my friend should absolutely join us all the information on the Mavens Retreat is available on my site at aewellness.com slash retreat. Our beautiful villa is just steps from the beach. It's a short walk from town. And once your feet hit the ground in Puerto Vallarta, everything is included. Uh, your food, your classes, your swag, and some seriously relaxing and super fun activities. And if you're thinking, okay, but like, do I have to just do mobility all day every day? We have sessions, uh, about an hour session in the morning, and then a 30-minute session in the evening to help you unwind and relax and the rest of your time is yours we do have some excursions to the beach of course and we are going to have a self-care skin fitness session where we are all going to do facials and Sybil is actually going to be joining us for that which is going to be really super awesome so if you are interested and you'd like to save 250 dollars off your registration just send me an email with the subject retreat me before the end of the month, February 28th, 2023. Again, my email is info at aewellness.com and I'll get you all hooked up. 
So I am absolutely serious about hearing from you any things that you are doing currently for long haul COVID that have been beneficial. Um, And also what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. As a body nerd, I just, you know me, I just want to know more. Tell me more, more, more. Because when we have a better understanding of what's going on, that next best step feels more attainable. It's not that this is the cure and this is the perfect way to do it, right? But again, that next best step feels like I can see that stepping stone. And even if it's just one step in front of me, at least I have an idea of where to go. So let me know your biggest takeaways, what you found interesting, what you learned. You can find me on Instagram at Hala from Mala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can also leave a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. You could also leave your biggest takeaway from today's episode in a review hopefully five stars. And I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you for that. Don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast, including links to all of the research studies that I looked at and referenced in today's episode. So here's asking better questions, moving more, breathing better, and going down a rabbit hole of phrenic nerve anatomy and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.